Hello there, everybody, and welcome to the next instalment of Beer and Biceps. Uh, my name, as ever, is Todd Davis. I'm joined here with Matthew Smith, and we are going to be talking to you today about a couple of lovely subjects. Uh, the first of all being uh, our beer side of uh, from Badger Badger Brewery, um, and also the we're going to be having a little bit of a fitness chat as well, um, talking about perfect warm up and cool down before. Uh, before and after yeah, your exercises, um, which you're trying out. But first things first, as always, Matthew Smith, how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. What about yourself? Yeah, I'm all right, actually. I've, I played football yesterday, and uh, I'm really hurting from it, so physically... And I actually drank a lot of beer, so, you know, <laughs> we're both living the lifestyle. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll shut up about my football thing. How are you doing? <laughs> um, how was the football? Yeah, the football was good. The football was very good. I... I Played pretty good, and but I just come out of it with injuries and muscle ache, and I, think I hear uh, I hear that you attempted a rabona. I did attempt a rabona. Um, For the listeners who would never be stupid enough to try it, would you like <laughs> to describe what a rabona is and how much you failed it? Well, by? The thing is, I'd like to say that it went off exactly how I thought it would do, <laughs> which is that it failed really badly. Basically, you instead of if you're say right footed. It, and the ball's falling over to your left, it's a lot, obviously a lot more difficult to kick it with your left foot. So what people can do is wrap, wrap your... <laughs> is it though? <laughs> well, if you, you can wrap your right foot behind your left leg to kind of... So you're still hitting it with your stronger foot um, to give yourself the nice connection. And I remember there was... I don't want to get too technical, but Eric Lamella for Tottenham scored one outside the area once. It's a 30-yard Rabona shot, and it was incredible. So that's what I tried. What I did was... Are you... In the same bracket. I'd like to. Other? I'd like to. I'd like to think he. He's I, got, I. I would genuinely think yes. <laughs> I'd like to think he's got a lot learned from me. <laughs> Probably, um, but I think that says a lot more about yeah, him. But I like the kid, and he's showing good attitude. That's all you can ask for him. So, uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it didn't go off as, as expected. People and, say that you're just one good rabona away from getting into the top <laughs> first team. <laughs> any any second now. Um, I also managed to blaze the ball over the. You were you know, you're playing in a five side, and you've got the big fences. Um, I managed to blaze it over that as well. Wow. With the second shot, yeah, nice. properly, properly. I hit one shot, keep saved. It came out, and then I, I took the second one, trying to like absolutely skin it, and then it just, I did, just upwards. So yeah. Me and my dad once were playing in a five-a-side football tournament, and um, <laughs> we uh, we were taking no prisoners. Uh, my dad shoved a sixteen-year-old kid into a fence <laughs> so hard that he had to retire from the game, <laughs> um, and we. <laughs> But to be fair to my dad, the guy had knocked my dad's glasses off. Yeah. And yeah, it was a five-a-side football at Centre Park. Like, yeah. Not that serious until we took it to that level. Yeah. But um, I went to take a shot. I was one-on-one with the keeper and I absolutely blasted it. And uh, she saved it with her... Fa- yeah, she. Yeah. <laughs> a young girl. Yeah. Uh, like, I'd, <laughs> I'd have been about 20. She'd have been maybe 17. Okay, yeah. And yeah. she saved it with her face. Yeah. And everyone on her team was like... <gasps> And then my dad blasted the ball, and it also hit her straight in the face. <laughs> <laughs> just lying on the floor, and yeah, it just went straight in the face again. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> to be fair, I don't even think that anyone in our team said anything, and I think that they probably tried to score after yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what five sides are. Once you enter the cage, you know, it's... Um... It's Mano and Mano. Or we actually came second in that tournament, oh, um, but they didn't. Uh, they'd run out of trophies. Ah, oh, what? <laughs> Every other thing in centre parts you get a trophy for. You yeah. come second in their five-a-side tournament, you get nothing. We got except the 
teeth that you collect from their goalkeeper. We did like an orienteering thing at Centre Parks once, and it was uh, we got a trophy for like finishing like sixth or something like yeah. that. So you know, oh, it was yeah. that little thing. That I like, don't oh. achieve much in my life, yeah. and, and I quite and I would like trophies. It's quite funny because whilst we're doing it, they do that. It's like that treasure hunt type stuff. Do you know what I mean? You got to end yeah. up like finding things, and someone had actually hid one of the clues so that oh. no one else could find it. <laughs> But did you find it? Yeah, we found it eventually. Because it was like, you got these clues and they were pretty straightforward stuff. And you're staring in the place and, like, and someone had actually taken it off and buried it with leaves and moved it somewhere else. It was like... If I were to predict that it was a middle-aged woman who... It wouldn't would surprise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, people going... I'm not, I'm not usually sexist or stereotypical, but I can just totally see a mother yeah. who should know better doing it and then running away laughing. <laughs> or, to be fair, actually, I could totally see uh, a middle-aged dad doing that. Yeah. There's no way... It wouldn't it, be the young... It wouldn't yeah, be the, the, the young... No way that a millennial did that. <laughs> They'd have been too busy ordering avocado toast yeah. on their, their iPhones. <laughs> or whatever that would be. Um, so, anyway, we are... Let's, we should probably talk about these beers then, first. Yeah, talking to my iPhone. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Damn hipster. Uh, no, so we are drinking from... Uh, well, we've got two beers today. Uh, both from... Badger, or as I even found out, I would say Badger Brewery, but it's not Badger Brewery. It's Hall and Woodhouse Brewery, which totally sounds a bit like a musician duo, Hall and Oates. I can see it. Oh yeah, did Hall and Oates do the? Um, that's the song I'm in love with at the moment, isn't there? Is there a song know. by Hall and Oates? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> all I know is that they make fantastic beer. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, yeah uh, Hall and Woodhouse Brewery is what it was originally called, but you'll probably more commonly know it as Badger. Um, as that's pretty much what all the all the signs say. And, and it's weird, isn't yeah. it? Because on the it. bottle, I don't see the words Hall and Woodhouse anywhere. Mm. But if you type in Badger Beer, the first thing you get is, please join the Hall and Woodhouse mm. website. Yeah. And the web, uh, the Wikipedia page is Hall and Woodhouse. It's like, you're either one or the other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very, very confusing, and I don't like it. And I don't. I think we should just get on with the Sam McGill review. I will, <laughs> I will put that in the negatives column. <laughs> um, so the yeah, so the ones we're drinking today are um, thirsty ferret, um, spelled F U R S T Y, not thirsty, and golden champion. Um, the probably most famous ones out of the ones we looked down for, I would say, is probably Tanglefoot. That's probably the most. Tanglefoot is a beer. very, very good beer. Um, described in the great beer guide as a pale ale um oh. but you know there's a difference between an ipa and a pale ale mm. like um this is nothing like it it's nothing like an ipa it's just a pale ale yeah and i don't know the difference i mean they i know the difference in that they taste completely different but yeah. i don't know what the difference between a pale ale and an india pale ale is yeah like to me know. a pale ale is just an ale yeah I wish I hadn't really started to talk about this. Because... That's right. <laughs> You're showing your true colours. Yeah. Beer is... expert. Yeah. <laughs> it's what the badge says. Um, so, yeah, I mean, well, first thing says so, I mean, before I go into some lovely facts, which I'm sure everybody wants to know about Holland Woodhouse Brewery, um, what, do you, what do you think of the, what do you think of the Thirsty Ferret, which you are, which you're drinking? Well, I've been drinking this out of the bottle, so do you want to grab the glass of it? And we can... um, yeah. So it's, uh, do you want... cheers? No. Yeah, okay. That made a good sound effect for the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the smell is supposed to be delicate hops, which yeah. you can definitely get. Like we opened both of these beers, and uh, the Tanglefoot, you could just smell a mile off. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, that sort of 
marijuana sort of I was smell. Gonna say marijuana. <laughs> That's yeah. I, I was like, I didn't start smoking weed. Here. I mean, I never have, but I didn't start it. Did I? Um, but yeah, but that, yeah, that, that's the sort of smell you. That's that's what hops smell like, yeah. especially the American ones. Uh, no, especially the English ones. English sorry. ones, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so there's definitely a sort of smell to that. Um, the beer itself, uh, it, yeah, they, they've described the taste as multi sweet and bitter balance. Yeah, um, I can definitely taste the bitterness. Yeah. What's the, uh, this one is 4.4%, mm. so like we said, a little bit of the, I'd say lighter side. Yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. say I could taste sweet, but I could definitely taste the bitterness, I could taste, so I'd say the taste of the maltiness, I don't yeah. know, fucking clue what that tastes like. It's <laughs> quite easy. Yeah, it, oh yeah, yeah, it's just definitely. For, for a hot, for where we consider some of the other hot beers that we've had, especially the, um, uh, Sierra Nevada hot, hot yeah. beer fever, well, whatever, well, this one isn't as... Um, kind of imposing. Do you know what I mean? In terms of flavour, for it, I can drink that a little bit more. I can still taste the hops, but it's not like, whew, yeah, yeah. Like, and you, know, you know what? Like, you could go to a pub, have about six pints of this, and yeah. you'd feel relatively right. Until you stand up. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> but you couldn't do that with a Sierra Nevada. Well, no. I mean, you could, but it would be difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and that, you know that's what I've been so excited about with this series of doing English beers. It's I think I needed a bit of a break from yeah. craft beers. Like I was thinking this on the when I was, uh, on the way over here. Actually, yeah. it's um, a few years ago. It was like fighting a battle against like big breweries, and yeah. it was like you never found these smaller beers or anything else. But now it feels like this craft the craft scene has got yeah. so strong that now it's like people are feeling like it's all right to slag off lesser tasting yeah. beers, and actually. That's the last thing that they should be doing. Absolutely. Like, you shouldn't well, be I, having a go at it. Always like, recall it from, I think, I can't remember if I mentioned this in one of our other episodes, but um, I was reading from Tring Brewery, one of the, one of the blokes I was doing there um, was doing an article. But the first thing he was saying for it was like they'd went out to a beer festival. Was and, that Jared? Uh, I think it was, actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was saying that, like, the what it's become now is, like, the kind of craft beer scene is not so much what's your flavour of the month, it's, like, flavour of the day. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, people will try your beer once you and will yeah. probably never have it again because they're moving on to the next. Because there's, like, 900 to choose from, which is, like, in one way good because of the fact that like, there's so much is variety. Like a, that's, like, low-balling. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so, ridiculous. Yeah, the amount of times that I go into well, anywhere, uh, going to, like, a Waitrose and Morrison's or like that, or even your... Beer fifty two, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like there's tons which we haven't tried, and and you want to try as much as you can, but at the same time, um, you know, it's got to be. A you know what the funny, <laughs> the funny thing is, like, I'd say the last ten bad beers I've had yeah. have been craft beers because it is a, it is a risk. They're not established, like you know this Holland Woodhouse Badger beer. Yeah, they've been going since seventeen seventy seven. They yeah. know their beer. They, yeah. you know, they are so confident with this beer that it's perfect and yeah they're a big company now yeah. and yeah like doom bar maybe they would be maybe if we search through it we'd find they were owned by a bigger but maybe not you know yeah, yeah or you know like and that people think of that as a bad thing i'm tired of thinking that as a bad thing i think yeah. that right now i i love beer that just god i love beer yeah <laughs> yeah, we all love beer. yeah 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 but anyway um this was fantastic uh should we try the other one yes yes i don't so, see why we should not this bad we're only doing half an hour <laughs> Um, so this yes, the next one we've got is Golden Champion, which features a lovely horse on the front of it. Looking him there. Um, this so this one's a five percent beer um, with an elderflower 
taste to it. Um, which yeah, yeah, floral smell yeah. and a crisp, fruity hint of elderflower. Yeah, can you pick up the elderflower? You know, you absolutely can. Like sometimes I feel like I'm being led a bit by these descriptions. Like if they if if I hadn't read the description, would I smell elderflower? But with this one, you definitely can yeah. taste it. And oh, I want to get all romantic about these beers, but like I love Dorset. I love the place, yeah, yeah. and it's just you know I went there loads of times for like summer holidays or something like that. You know, when we weren't off to, like, uh, Egypt or... <laughs> Never been to Egypt. I don't know why I lie about that. <laughs> yeah, Egypt, where are you going? Dorset. <laughs> but it's going to be it's amazing. the least popular of the southwest counties. <laughs> don't you but know? I love Dorset. And, yeah, you sort of associate that with summer. You associate that with flowers yeah. and it more manly say, things. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, arm wrestling yeah. and uh, tug-of-war competitions. <laughs> Certainly, certainly cheese not rolling. Is that there or was cheese rolling up north? That's uh, is that Gloucester? I don't know. It, it sounds Gloucester, like Gloucester, Gloucester yeah, mentalist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you're right to say yes. Yeah, so it is it? Yeah, it's a Dorset, um, obviously Dorset brewery. It was founded in a uh, in a place called Antsy, A N T S Y. Wow, I just like I've been mean, all all this description about how much this beer is yeah. like, and then I've actually just tasted it, and it just tastes like flowers. Yeah, like, it tastes like perfume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> have you had a go of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite like it. I can definitely t- taste the elderflower from it. Not even just like the smell of it, but like tasting it. I generally went, yeah, it tastes like elderflowers. It, do you know? It really. I don't know. Maybe it's more concentrated in the bottle, but like, because I, I genuinely feel like it's I'm drinking a perfume. You know? When you oh, walk, sorry, you know, sorry, Matt. I gave you a perfume bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it smells like? Potpourri. That's, when you walk into yeah. a room and you like stick your face in potpourri, that's exactly what this beer tastes like. I also have potpourri in the room. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. But you can't smell potpourri. No, 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 no. It is the most useless of yeah. things. <laughs> but it looks nice. It does look nice. And uh, quite impressive. Well done, Tess. I think you're welcome. Well, sorry, Charlotte, put it there. Um, so, yeah. The, so, oh, actually, there's a very, very interesting thing from Hall and Woodhouse Brewery. So, 1770, like mentioned, is a very, very, very long time ago. Um <laughs> they actually set up um, for soldiers during the Napoleonic Wars. So they would be, I forget the word, but it was really good. Billeted. 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 Billeted, thank you. Um, and, yeah, but so basically they were there to, well, service the, the troops with, with the beer. Is that, yeah, so they, they'd be in garrisons and stuff, and they would be, they'd basically be pubs for the pubs for the soldiers. Um, so, go, I mean, going back that far, I don't know, pretty cool. Well, that's about the same sort of time as Guinness, isn't it? 1777. Yeah. I mean, Guinness is 1750. If that's right, I'm going to be so disappointed in how I've allocated my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't fact check um, After that, though, they moved to um, Blamford St Mary in 1899, and they officially adopted kind of Badger as the name that you see on a lot of the labels uh, in 1875. So it is still a Hall and Woodhouse brewery. It's Woodhouse family, I think, like, nine generations it's back, amazing when you think about it like just idea that yeah probably not golden champion because this smacks of quite a new beer yeah but the idea that if you know like a hundred years ago you could have gone into a pub in dorset and gone pint of badger and then gone do you mean holland woodhouse yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like you know that idea that you could yeah. just still order that drink it's probably yeah. nothing the same in taste no, 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 like, no. Uh, I, was, I was reading actually about like um guinness how when it was originally brewed, it would have tasted absolutely nothing like it tastes like today for a number of reasons. Like one, like Guinness is they're the best brewery for just making sure that everything's perfect, so yeah, they yeah. don't. You know, it's always it's the same every the time you do it. Wasn't there 
I heard that story about a guy who, whose job it was to make sure that Guinness tasted right. Yeah. So he had to go to random places and drink a pint of Guinness. What perfect job. Good job. But, yeah. yeah. Or a nightmare job. I don't know. <laughs> but, Especially if you didn't yeah. like Guinness. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> when they started out, it'd have been, I think they, were, they used to use... They'd mix it with older beer. Right. Like, um, What's well, kind of can't remember, it can't remember why, yeah. Um, but yeah, they do that. Oh, just it was a cheaper way of doing it, or something oh, okay. like that. So they'd mix it with that, and you know, never be the same beer each time, and all that sort of stuff. And it's probably a lot more like a, a stout, yeah. The, you know, because like you drink Guinness now, and it's not like any other stout yeah, you've yeah, ever yeah. had, really, is it? Like, no, absolutely. Um, but I'm I'm rambling, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> it's what you this, do. This perfume's <laughs> gone to me. <laughs> it's what you do best. Um, uh, no, they, so the few, uh, I mean, a couple of the other ones, uh, like I said, Tanglefoot's probably their biggest one. Uh, they've done ones called Firkin Fox, which I think is pretty popular. You can see around the place. Golden Glory. Um, there's a few um, from them. And it, like I, I think when we look at British beers, and like I said, I mean, when we, we, when we started doing this, we said there's loads for it. Um, Badger is one which I, I, I can't remember drinking too many. I definitely remember having a Tanglefoot. But it's one which I would naturally have to put into a into any form of British, you know, best of British yeah. one. Just, well, we we sort of had like a list. We 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 made the list together. Yeah. And we we each had. I think there was like eight beers, and we each gave ourselves four each or something like that. Yeah. And I think I I picked Badger as one of my first ones because I absolutely loved it. Um, and I put I put Newcastle Brown Ale in as well because I thought it was just we yeah. needed something north. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, Badger was definitely the first on my list. I remember going to the Great British Beer Festival. The first one I went to, I'm probably about nineteen because my dad was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> dad, when, he, when he wasn't yeah. kicking balls in sixteen-year-old <laughs> yeah. girls' faces. Seventeen-year-old <laughs> girls. I'm sorry. You and your fake news. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that, that was years later. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we saw we we went to it and um, it was. You, I mean, you've been to the beer festival now. It's it's bigger than it was. It's the yeah. same sort of venue size, but there's just more people. Yeah, but yeah. when we went there, they had like they tricked out a whole entire fake country pub into, oh, right. as a as a you know like, normally it's just like a big bench in it, and you yeah, just yeah. you pick from a bunch. But this brewery, they you know hauled wood us. They they they've got like a thatched roof on the oh, thing, wow. and there was like a beer garden all yeah, indoors. Yeah, yeah, like um, and I remember just sitting at a table and having a badger and just going. This is fantastic. Yeah, you know, yeah. just, I've always really liked their beer. It's always yeah. just, just definitely when you get it, you can go. I could sit back and have a bunch of these, and I've missed that. Whilst we've been drinking these crazy craft yeah, beers, yeah, all yeah, that, yeah. which yeah. I like and all that, but I've missed having this sort of beer. There we go. Back to basics. Back to Britain. Um, <laughs> back to the podcast. Just, sound, <laughs> just sounds like we've got a nationalist yeah. now. <laughs> Kick all the foreign beers out. Because it's the right way. <laughs> Taking our pubs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in here. Taking all my taps over. Uh, no, um, so going back onto the fitness side of things, so we want to talk to you today a little bit about um, warm-ups and... Um, cool-downs. Cool-downs, which yes. probably I really wish I'd have... We'd have recorded this before I played football. <laughs> Wouldn't have made any difference. I absolute you. agony. <laughs> yeah, but no, go on, mate. What, what can we? What can we do? Uh, well, the first thing I'll say is um, that a warm up probably won't affect your doms. Yeah, <laughs> sad to say. Damn. Like, yeah. No well, Yeah, you say damn, or you could say there's nothing I could have done. It was going to happen anyway. Oh, okay, yeah. that's a better way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot I could have done. I could have been. I could have been, been in shape. For uh, years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exercising <laughs> consistently. You say for like, um, my life. Yeah. So. I think if you're going into a gym for the first time in a while, there's 
it's one of the first things people get wrong. Yeah. Like, um, is how they warm up. And I think the most common warm up thing I ever see people do is a quadriceps stretch. You know, where you grab your ankle and your foot, Stick pull, it yeah, pull it behind you. I did those yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Useless. I don't know. It's just about, do you know when it's something that you feel like you're, you're just stretching out a bit? Like, yeah. it's almost, it's like a loosener. You know, yeah, but, that's what I think. But actually, it's. Am not, I tightening? <laughs> A bit, yeah. You're you're tiring your muscles, like. Yeah. Um, so th- there are don't get me wrong, there are there are uses for stretches, um, but as a warm up, you're actually kind of doing the opposite of what you should be doing. Um, warm up should just be like you know getting the blood pumping to your muscles. It's just a simple thing to do. Like so, the five minute row or the five minute cycle or something like that. I'd, I'd say they're kind of a bit irrelevant, but they're, they're harmless. Whereas yeah. an actual doing a full-on stretching routine... And it's when I'm talking about stretching routines, I'm talking about, you know, the ones that last for ages and they're really deep stretching. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing that and then you're trying to do a workout afterwards, you are not going to do as well in that workout because your muscles are just that little bit more fatigued yeah, yeah. than they need to be. Um, if you're going into a gym and say you were going to be doing squats, mm. I always say that the best warm-up you could actually do for squats is squats right like so if you're going to be doing a hundred kilogram barbell squats yeah start off with some body weight squats you know there's no weight on it so you're not going to tire yourself out yeah but the muscles that you're working are exactly those muscles that you are going to be doing in the squat um you know you're going to be working the joints in the exact Mm. way that you need them to do and it's just a brilliant way of doing it um do you know how some things make sense like even on a like ridiculously stupid scale where all you just said is when you're doing squats do squats but now I thought that I went make perfect sense <laughs> <laughs> why didn't I do that <laughs> it's funny I'd like I'd, I'd be in the gym and I remember like, well, you, yeah sorry about what I just said but like you work out you, you warm up the muscles you're going to be using yeah. so yeah like you said don't just jump onto the big heavy one like do something like if, just do if squats, you were going like, to run a 100 yeah, metre sprint yeah. a better warm up would be to run, run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. than to do a bunch of push ups that's, that's the way yeah, yeah, yeah. but you'll see people like they're going to play squash or something like that and they'll do a quadricep stretch but you don't really use your quads that much in squash. You yeah. do use them a bit, don't get me wrong, but they're not... You know, the main muscles you're going to be working would be your hamstrings, you know, like, in the way you're moving in squash. They'll be, be quad work as well, but it's just it's yeah. an odd sort of move. But the, the number one mistake I think is people who go the opposite way and they go into these crazy warm-up routines. I, I, I've had it where I'd go into the gym and I was like... like when I train, I try and be in and out in about 45 to 60 minutes. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this right now. I don't enjoy training. It's boring as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who does enjoy it, fair play to you. Um, you know, but then you're not, you're not impressing me because... <laughs> you, you don't impress yeah. in Matt much. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Shania. <laughs> no, but I'd, I'd, I'd come in, I'd do a quick warm-up of maybe some goblet squats before my... Back squats. I do a few little exercises, yeah. a few um, movements, ones, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'd do my workout and I'd go. And there'd be somebody who'd come in at the exact same time as me and they'd still be warming up. Yeah. A 40-minute warm-up. They'd be foam rolling, they'd be doing banded walks, which is where you've got like a really like an elastic, giant elastic band yeah. around your legs. They'd be doing all these activation exercises for 45 minutes and it's... That's not going to help you because yeah. you're just prolonging it too long. You're wasting time. There's only so warmed up you can be. And people think they're injury-proofing themselves, but you're not. Like, to a certain extent you are, but 
anything over a couple minutes, you're just wasting your time as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Uh, and the worst thing is, they're always the ones who get serious injuries. Like, don't get me wrong, they end up lifting a lot more than me, but they'd be doing that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just crazy. I, I see I see people do this all the time. Like, stop wasting your time. Foam rolling has been, like, purported to be this incredible miracle thing that, yeah. you know, just will prevent you from getting any injury, will allow you to squat heavier, all that sort of stuff. No, there's no science behind that. That's bollocks. There's a few benefits to foam rolling, but most of them are post-workout, and even then, they're normally exaggerated. Yeah. They're not. You're not going to be able to improve your flexibility from it at all. So um, I'm going to stop before you go into your rant. <laughs> but what I did want to know was, so, so on the flip side then, so what am I doing then to cool down... Do you know what I mean? So, like, let's say I've... I don't know. I mean, is it the yeah, same right. kind of thing? So, you're, you've finished your workout. Um, I had a separate question after this, but go on, answer this one. <laughs> right, you finished your workout, you want to do a cool-down. The, benef- the, the benefits of a cool-down is basically to just exercise at a slower, lower intensity to mm. stop you throwing up afterwards. Um, you can do a bit of foam rolling. Um, it will not get rid of your DOMS. You cannot prevent that. If you're going to get DOMS, you're going to get it. But there are studies that have shown that it can reduce um, discomfort the next day. Uh-huh. So I, even when I read these studies, I kind of go, well, what's the difference? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, apparently there is. Uh, okay. you, you can feel a little less achy during your workout. So you can do a bit of foam rolling. Uh, you can just do a little bit of cardio or just walk it off. Um, I always used to just walk home from the gym. So yeah. that would always, I'd always just count that as my cool down. Cool down. But um, if you don't have time for it, don't do it. Yeah. If, what do you think is going to happen? Um, Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that can happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of times. <laughs> um, so this is a question from something entirely unrelated to myself. Let's say you're playing football, right? Yeah. And uh, so beforehand, you're saying then the best recommendations that you could do would be like... Go for not like a run, but do you know what I mean? But run, move around. Gradually build up your intensity from nothing to what you're about yeah. to do the exercise and try and keep it specific. Right. Um, you look at footballers, they do a lot of small. They do like um, shuttle runs and stuff. Yeah, like they, like also, they, they do some hamstring activation exercise, yeah. you know, where they're kicking their legs really high in the air and stuff like that. There are specific things for different sports that work, and there's yeah. specific things in the gym that will work, but it's not stretching, it's. Um, I sound like not a dick, but activating the yeah, muscles. Yeah. It's you know, it's it's working them muscle yeah. activated. <laughs> it, it's it's putting them into the sort of positions they're going yeah. to be in. So, okay. if I was going to play football, I'd probably, I'd probably just go for a bit of a jog. I would, you know, like nothing exciting. I'd do a few hamstring exercises. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd kick the ball about a bit. Yeah, yeah. You, know like, like, you know, you do that thing where everyone's like all getting changed and stuff, and they're working, so you just kind of like. I take a couple of pop shots or whatever. Yeah. And like that. Well, I mean, look at Premiership footballers. Look what yeah. they do. They're not lying down for fun. Do you know what? I usually awesome. get in early to football games, as in, well, like 10, 10 minutes, or whatever, whilst they're doing pre workouts or whatever, like that on the pitch. And like a lot of them just seem like take shot practice and they blaze it over the bar and they're on like last, whatever. And I don't That's a stop. great hamstring activation. <laughs> yeah. To kick the ball so far up, yeah. you're actually putting your leg through a long, <laughs> a giant range of motion. But, Perfect. But I haven't really appreciated what they're actually doing. Do that mean, like, at the time? So maybe next time I'll, I'll take that into mind. And then anyway, at the end, you would then, what, go on, like, a 
again, like a, the, oh, well, walk home or do a jog or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like. if I know your level of fitness, I imagine <laughs> the, second, the second half would be a basic yeah. warm down for you. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. I did my shuttle run. <laughs> but yeah, so knackered yeah. from the warm up. <laughs> I was actually amazed by the amount that I, because I played a fortnight ago, and the two weeks ago, like, I couldn't, the, yeah, like you said, it come down to the second part of the game. I just couldn't move at all. And it was like, I couldn't make any runs. Or like, I wanted to. I was like, yeah. I just can't. And you, I could feel like... The mind really, was willing, yeah. but the body was <laughs> yeah. broken. <laughs> like, it, it was really heavy. I could feel like my throat almost, like, whether I was breathing was like, you know, proper, oh, I'm going to collapse here any second. Comparison, though, to Fucking like... hell. <laughs> not, no, okay, not that, but it felt like that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't as bad. But anyway, but like, but in comparison to when I played the other day, even just having a game of football in you... Like suddenly you're a bit more, you know. Yeah, it will help. Your body can adapt to yeah, exercise yeah. quite fast. Totally. Um, so cool. So well, there you go. Uh, some some good um, aspects of yeah. warm up. So, so what I would say well. is, um, with a warm up, you you need to do one uh, um, like practice reps is what I call it. So if you're doing squats, do some squats beforehand. But if you're doing an entire workout, you need to be doing practice reps for pretty much every compound exercise. So those yeah. are the ones where you use more than one muscle group. So if you're going to do bench press. I don't care how many like other chest exercises you've done. Do some practice sets. Do one or two on a much lighter weight. It's it's one. It's warming your muscles up, but two. It's also just making sure that you've got that technique bang on before yeah. you go for a real thing. It it makes you do it in anything else. Like you know, if you were, well, I don't know why I'm going with this one. But if you were going to cook a a meal for like sixty people, yeah, yeah. you would do a practice meal beforehand, yeah, yeah, and it'd yeah. be the exact same meal. You wouldn't be doing a practice stir fry if you're going to do a roast yeah yeah, yeah. do, do the specific <laughs> it went a bit off yeah so definitely do those practice warm-ups and yeah treat them like proper sets so if you're going to do bench press you're going to do two sets on like 30 percent of the weight you're going to be actually doing maybe do one set on 30 percent one set on 60 percent and then you go into it or you do an extra set um and then for a cool down if you need it I'd go for it. You can do your foam rolling and all that sort of stuff. Just don't expect it to do too much. Like, yeah. if you've got an injury, talk to your physio, and if they give you some exercises, do them. But if you're uninjured, then I don't really see the point. I've, yeah. I mean, this way, I, I, I have lifted a lot in my life. Not recently, as Todd can tell, by the way. I'm hiding my fat with a cushion. <laughs> you're struggling <laughs> holding that ball. <laughs> <laughs> but I've done a lot of exercises. I have, And this is just anecdotal. I've not got injured because... I was always lifting tiny weights. Yeah. <laughs> but also, because I was sensible, I'd, I'd do, you know, practice sets. I never did a cool... I've never done a cool down in my fucking life because yeah. by the time I finish with my exercise, I want to go home. Like, you know, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. It, I think it's overrated. There you go. Yes. You've heard it here first. Anyway, so that's everything we've got. I think that's all we've got time for, to be honest with you. But um, um, all, these things, seconds over. <laughs> all these things, all these things, which you can obviously kind of give yourself a try. Um, and let us know how they go and everything, really. And get yourself a badge of beer. If Definitely you're, you know, get yourself chance, a badge of beer. It's, it's really nice. Beautiful. It's getting down the trip. I actually bought two more as well. So, yeah. I mean, they're the same, <laughs> but I mean, we've got another two. Oh, anyway, that's, this is going to be a great <laughs> that's for That's for beer and biceps uh, after hours. But, <laughs> um, that's such a good idea. And Nate, but we'd have nothing for it. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, this is beer and biceps after hours. 
where yep. pretty much just getting drunk. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> me, you, watching the Arsenal game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so I just want to say thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, we've got another episode coming up soon as part of this series. Um, we are going to... Uh, sorry, just a very quick one about ways you can keep in touch with us. Uh, Beer and Biceps are on Facebook, uh, at Beer and Biceps Pod on Twitter, and Instagram, Beer and Biceps as well. And BeerandBiceps.com. And Beer and Biceps. Yeah, we got the website name Absolutely. changed. Absolutely, we're all there. We are, we're there. So, um... Any of those formats, give us a shout out. If there's anything that you know, like you want to know about, we'd love to take some more questions, uh, or just like seeing what you what you're drinking. Maybe you know more to. about um, the uh, Napoleonic Wars and how it affected British beer. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe bloody <laughs> be. Um, if you do, you're awesome. Yeah, or even just the year that Guinness is produced. <laughs> we don't know. But no, seriously, thank you very much for listening, guys. Um, may you have a very good day, evening, whenever you're doing this. Um, anything else you want to? No, Brilliant. let's get off there. Get out of their lives. I'll get out of your <laughs> Thanks very much. Have a good, have a good day. Cheers. Bye.